Hey everybody, it's Lori with the Catch a Bucket Podcast. And tonight, episode 33, still turning them out. Mr. Lee Moore, there's so many more people that I want to interview. I'll call, I'm going to start calling people out on this thing. Um, but Mr. Lee Moore is a music enthusiast. He's a producer. He's an engineer. He's a do-everything with Double O, his younger cousin, and top-notch studios with um, a lot of times Boondock Productions, a rap band called IRTN is their newest and latest, well, as of this taping, which was on, I believe, December 31st, and it it was a blizzard out. So he came here to the studio, and we socially distanced and taped a program. And so came out really well and i hope you enjoy it i've got some a couple of tracks from them and um so stick around and catch a pocket with me without further ado mr lee moore With Lee Moore. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for coming on the Catch Pocket Podcast, Lee. Thank you I for having me. I appreciate you. <laughs> so Lee is a studio producer, uh, engineer type, and he loves music and his family's into music. And uh, so, Lee, were you born here in Wichita? No, ma'am, I wasn't. Where I was, were you born? I was actually born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. <laughs> so. So you've been like north... West, yes, ma'am. And here yes, in the ma'am. Midwest, um, did you ever live out east too? No, I just visited. Mm-hmm. That's about it. As far as like living and residence, nah. You I were didn't. more West Coast. Yeah, okay. West and Midwest. You know, so right. You know, it was just more of you know my family. They're really from the country. Okay. And they're up north. Country. They were in uh, yeah Arkansas. So you looking at okay. down south for real. So, <laughs> so you looking at Arkansas, Texas, Louisiana. Your family. Yeah. So you were raised in all those areas and places, or were you, uh, like, did you mainly live in? You said Milwaukee. No, when I when I came from Milwaukee, we moved mm-hmm. up here when I was four years old. Okay. So here, we, here, to, here to Wichita. Okay. And um, from that point on, I would leave. In the summers or sometimes and I go to Cincinnati, Ohio, or I'd be in California. Is that where your aunts and uncles lived? Yeah, or grandparents. Grandparents? Yes, ma'am. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you did like a lot of kids, which is get a little time away from your parents yeah. and get to see something else and get to see your family that doesn't live right with you. Yes, ma'am. I got to grow up and learn. Yeah. And you had to take care of yourself or was there like yeah. your grandmother and, and grandfather that would... Uh, you know, do everything for you and, and 
No, 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 you. no. We, we, wasn't, we wasn't raised that way. <laughs> no, no, we was raised. You're gonna get up, you're gonna do some things, and you're gonna get some things done. And and that was in Arkansas, area? no, that was here. Here, yeah, okay. So, um, so you had a set of chores, you know, like you had a, a big family or a small family. Um, when we moved down here, it was just me and my mom. Mm-hmm. My father was uh murdered in Milwaukee when I was three. And that's why you guys moved here yes, when you ma'am. were four? Okay. And um that point on, my mother was fortunate to marry my stepfather that I have now, uh-huh. who just brought me up just to be a man, you know, right. and understand that you're not going to get things your way. You're not going to be the only one, you know, having two stepsisters. I realized that, you know. Oh, you had to fam- share and things like that? Yeah. Right, okay. You know, but it was cool because, you know, I was the youngest and, you know, my sisters were older. and But it really didn't matter because my mother's side of the family, my dad's side, they, they're very huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stepfather's side, his family is very huge. Okay. So, you know, I had a lot of younger cousins and family members that I looked after. But I had a lot of older cousins and aunties and uncles who looked after me. Yeah. Who made sure that I stayed on the right path. That you know, cared a lot about you. And, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good, you know, and that was here in Wichita? Yes, ma'am. I'm here in Wichita, Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, East Oakland, California. Yeah. So. So when you went, um, so you were four years old, you came here, you got into a blended family with your new stepfather and his two daughters. Yes. And then from, how long did you live here before you decided to go to California? I was always going back and forth to California. Who was in California? My uncles. Okay. And family members, great aunties. Okay. Uh, just every side of my family. And you just there. like California, so you just always would try to go? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it because, to me, Kansas was real slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wichita would get music and different types of clothes like six months to even a year to two years later. Yeah, yeah. That they already had down there. For sure. Um, and one thing I will say that I liked about Kansas better than California, it wasn't as violent. Right, right. You know, it really didn't start getting violent, I would say, till like the late 80s, early, early 90s. Here in Wichita? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And that's when a lot of the stuff started coming out and people... Was that the crack e- epidemic sort no, of? No, a lot of it came back from gangs. I mean, you got to realize right. drugs has always been around Kansas. Right. Drugs been around everywhere, no matter where you it's go. It's when the gangs came in. A lot of it was that. And that was like the Crips and the Bloods back then, but then it kind of, now it's all sorts of different kinds of games. Yes, ma'am. But they're based the, on Crips and Bloods still. Well, no, because those are all different entities. Right. You know, but when you sit back and you start really dwelling on that type of issue, mm-hmm. that kind of rubs some people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people know me and I know them and I respect them. I respect who you is and what you do. That's your life. Right. I have nothing to judge you for. Right, right. You it's know, not so really our place to exactly. judge people. So, you know, if you're cool with me, I'm cool. Right. You know, if you're cool with them, I'm cool. You never know. I might be the one to sit there and talk to you. Hey, man, is that really necessary? You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it's really not a legitimate reason to act stupid for no apparent reason because there's codes in everything you do in life, sure, even in the right. gangs. You need to realize that once you start breaking those codes, you're not, by, you're not following the rules of the gang. You're doing what you want to do, and that's not what... That's not good. Right. 
You know, that's how a lot of people end up in a lot of situations that has nothing to do with this gang or that gang or that gang. That's just that person, that individual they own. Okay. You know, and they need to get, and a lot of people need to get to understand that. If you go out there, you do something. Don't be putting everybody else in it. Right. Be a man or a woman and stand up and do that on your own. Take yeah. that punishment by yourself. That has nothing to do with nobody Take the else. consequence for your action, right? Yes, ma'am. Right. Definitely. I agree with that. So, okay, you went back and forth all your growing up years. So, did you go to public schools or private schools? I went to public schools. You did? Oh, yeah. All right. Wichita Public Schools? Yes, ma'am. All right. Yes, Me ma'am. Me too. <laughs> I loved it. I, I mean, did too. I had no problem with, with the school district down here, you know? I didn't either. I had no problem. I mean, uh, there was a lot of kids that yeah. went, you know, a lot of kids. So, you yeah. could kind of fade away. Mm-hmm. Which I always have been really good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me so much. I can just kind of fade away. I, I I think I must be part French. Because I leave parties just like a ghost. Yeah, we, we kind of got a lot of that in there in there too from Louisiana side. Mm-hmm. But ghost out. Yeah, yeah. Real <laughs> yeah. quick, like, yeah. yeah, we wasn't here. Yeah. Nah, you know. And it's just because I had my fun. I saw yeah. a few people and I said a few things and now... I've had my beer, and yeah. I know that if you drink more than one beer, you're going to get a DUI on the way home, so you yeah. might as well just have one and get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and th- and that's a lot of things that, you know, myself, you know, I've been in trouble behind that stuff. Yeah. And I don't think there's nobody in this city who really hasn't, you know. For but sure. it is yeah. what it is, you know. People like, make mistakes. And they, they do. Gotta, you got to move on. You got to learn. And that's what gets me about people, about um when you do apologize for something you've done, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard for that person to accept that apology, but that same person asking somebody else for, to telling somebody else that they're sorry. Right. And I sit there and look at me like, how is it you want this person to forgive you, but you can't do it? Right. You should live by your own word, you know, the golden rule. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, always. And these are things that we grew up with. You yeah. know, these are things that was installed in us. If it's something you do, take responsibility for it. Right. Did you go go to church? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That ma'am. doesn't hurt, you know, because church teaches you the rights and wrongs, okay? Yes. And that's really what it's for. I'm not super religious myself, but I was raised religious. Yes. And it taught me the rights and wrongs. And I see and I didn't raise my son religious. Uh-huh. And I can see clearly where I went wrong. Yeah. Because he doesn't, like, he unflinchingly lies <laughs> and doesn't see a problem. <laughs> Whereas when I was a kid, yeah. I would be, I would lie. I'm not telling you I didn't, yeah. but I would totally get in my head about it. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I'll just be honest. I, I, even if I tried a lot, I never was any good at it. Right, yeah. I still end up getting whooped. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, we was always raised like this. You might have got a whooping anyway, though. Yeah, we got whoopings. Yeah. Oh, we got whoopings. <laughs> you might have got whoopings. It was no sparing like, the paddle at all. Even if you weren't lying and you were actually telling the truth, you would have probably got a whooping. You still whooping. got a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> because you knew about it. Yeah. And you didn't say anything about it. So, yeah. That was our great-grandmother. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You're getting a whooping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it would be like, we'll sit there in my great-grandmother's house here in Wichita, and we'll just sit there and look at her and be like, hey, Grandma. And she'd look at us and be like, what you babies doing? 
Uh, <laughs> oh, we, we coming in the house. Yeah. Why? Uh-huh. She knew it was something going on. Right. She could tell by your yeah. faces. But we learned to get away from certain things because our older cousins did whatever they did. And yeah. we wasn't telling on them. Right. And we didn't yeah. care. If you didn't know, then you couldn't tell. <laughs> exactly. But great-grandma yeah. knew. Yeah. Big mama knew. We knew what happened. That's why we were in the house because we knew somebody was going to get a whooping. She'd come and ask you guys to try to figure out what was going on with the others. Yeah, and she knew we yeah. wouldn't say nothing. Yeah. So she just do it the easy way. You know, she loved it because yeah. she knew we wouldn't do nothing to hurt each other. Right. But she, she took the punishment on us anyway. Yeah. Yeah, everybody laid across the couch. Everybody <laughs> got hit with them braided up switches. Oh, man. <laughs> That stuff hurts. Too. You know, it does. Yeah, it just stings a little. It goes away. It does. You know, yeah. it's okay to have a couple welts. You know, it, it's whooping. I mean, you, you, it gets I, you snapped yeah. back into reality. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we wasn't getting beat that we were broken arms and right. bloody and bruised. It, it, it's, it wasn't even about any of that. It was just being consequences for the action. Yes, ma'am. It was. It wasn't malicious. By grandma, it wasn't like having a good day about it. She was no. having a miserable day about it. But no, we had the miserable yeah. day. Well, <laughs> right? Yeah. Started off good. Yeah. <laughs> Just took a turn. Yes, ma'am. Um. All right. So in your childhood, you had a whole bunch of uh, family members that ran around, and you guys got into trouble, and you had groups that were yeah. olders and. You were maybe in the youngers at some point, and then you were the olders, and there were some yeah. up-and-comers behind you telling on you guys for what you were doing. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, <laughs> yes, ma'am. And so that in your teen years, yeah. you um, that was your teen year, pretty much uh, hanging in the area with your grandma or big mama, you said? Yeah. So we all... So um, she's your great-grandma? Or, yes, ma'am. Okay. See, so it's... Um, Basically, it's like it was like three or four generations, but it's like gonna be like four or five mm-hmm. before my great grandmother passed away. Um, and then my grandmother passed away. Um, like I said, our family is huge down here, mm-hmm. and you know, I love all my family, yeah. You know, you got some that now nah, just be right. honest that you just don't you don't deal with, and they don't deal with you, sure, because everybody it's, it's has always, that, yeah. They always keep a lot of mess going, you know, and exactly. You don't need that in your life, right? And um. You know, I'm the type of person that, you know, if you want to talk, we can talk. I don't care. Let the past be in the past. Keep it in the past. And that's one thing I don't like. I don't like people bringing up stuff that happened 10 or 15 years ago or 20 years right. ago. You have nothing better to do in your life. Yeah, what can what can you do about it now anyway? It makes no know? sense. Right. And it's something dumb that probably had nothing to do with nobody else but you. And at at a certain point of time when enough time goes by... Things get skewed into a new way into your brain. Mm-hmm. Like you remember them differently than they actually happened. Yes, ma'am. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. And that's why, um, yeah, you got to let the past be the past and, and yep. move on. Yep. And if somebody makes you feel edgy, get away from them. You know what I yes, mean? Because their energy and your energy. It's it don't not mix. right. No, yeah. ma'am. It don't mix. Oil and water. Just because you're family don't mean you always mix well. Right. <laughs> it, that is so true. I've, um, yeah, it's been a crazy thing with the elections because a lot of my family are maybe right wing. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm the opposite of right wing. <laughs> um, I would, I mean, they would probably say, like, I believe in the BLM movement mm-hmm. and I stand behind it 100%. And, um, that's a terrorist organization to some of them. And I can't even believe that you would call it that. Yeah. So I get mad. And then 
I get unfriended on Facebook a lot for that because it's not a terrorist movement. It's not. It's it's just a movement of people that need to be heard uh, forever now. I mean, BLM is like, Black Lives Matter is like, needs to be addressed because Black Lives Matter. Yes, and you can't kill someone in front of us and expect us to think that's going to be okay. Exactly. That is not okay. And it isn't going to be okay. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And the Breonna Taylor, you know, like the incidents went one after the other. And that's the reason why people got mad. And I was mad. I was so mad. And I can't even imagine if I were black how I would feel. I would feel enraged. I can, I can almost tell you for sure I'd be in jail. Well, I'll be honest with you. Some yeah. places if you go, they would think you mixed anyway. Right, right, you right. Know, yeah. Well, I'm Mexican. See so, what I'm saying? So I'm half Mexican. But let me be honest yeah. with you. Blacks go to jail. Mexicans go to jail. Yeah. Asians go to jail. You have white people going to jail just because they're associated with these people. Right. And and it's weird because you sit back and you look at the course of history, and they call the United States a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of ironic that they say that, knowing that the whole daggone world is a melting pot. Because... There's no way you can start a tribe or a city or a nation without combining different tribes of different cultures or different areas right. in order to incorporate that into a society and right. make it run, right. which means if you look back in history, there were black kings, queens, emperors. They was, they was that. They was who they were. Right. And if you look at back to Julius Caesar and everybody else. They're all mixed. Yeah. They're they, darker. Yeah. yeah. So explain to or me. Jesus. That's the real kicker. Yeah, that is a real kicker to me. And I'm like, how in the world do you think a man born here of this culture and this background and this heritage in this area would come out like this? Which it could be because he could have been a pigment. But yeah. at the same time, yeah, that's not what they said, though. He would though. have written that down. Exactly. <laughs> if he was lighter than everyone else. Exactly. They didn't ever write that down. Exactly. You know? But you well. see other cultures... From India, Pakistan, uh, Jerusalem, all back over there. Right. With dark skin, green, blue eyes, dark sometimes hair. dark eyes sometimes. Exactly. You know? But all people originated from Africa. I mean, that's a proven fact. Yeah. You know, a scientific fact. I mean, all human beings originated from Africa. That's why they call it the motherland. Because that's where Homo sapiens yeah. came to be. The main kings... Were Africans, right? They had a and they had a whole culture. Look um, at before before people started counting numbers, you know yes. what I mean. And I mean, this is way way back. You and know? everybody, <laughs> and it kills me because everybody got along. Right. It didn't matter what well, color I mean, they you had was. War, but but they had was, different slaves, right. but your slaves were from different nationalities. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right, they would bring in Israelites from and this and that. Yeah, yeah because to make them the slaves. But see, that's how that's 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 what gets the history confused, right? Because all through the course of history, we've always enslaved ourselves over and over again, right? For money, exactly. Yeah. And if I went and took over your territory, that goes back to the tribes, the cities, and and building everything else for communities, right? If I saying I had my own tribe, right? And you and your husband had your own tribe, right? If my tribe was stronger than yours, and I came to y'all talking about, hey, we have a mutual enemy, 
We will work better if we combine our families together or our houses together. Right. Guess what happens? It's not me coming after you or your husband. It's our kids marrying each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? And or, then that becomes something yes. more. Or my know. brother marrying one of your kids or whatever. Right. Um, Making it stronger. Exactly. Right. And now you got a bloodline, especially if you ever have a kid. Mm-hmm. Now, that kid has all these other bloodlines incorporated into this one kid. Right. How do you use racism on that? I never, I never could because... I've always thought about it, like whenever people would be racist, really racist around me, mm. I would always think, you know, they just don't understand that people have thoughts and feelings just like their thoughts and feelings. They just aren't empathetic people. Yes, like ma'am. they got inside themselves and they couldn't get out. Yeah. They got trapped in there. Exactly. And they have this superiority one way or another that makes them feel superior. So... This or that, like woman is worse than me, a black person is worse than me, a Mexican woman is worse than me, you know, mm-hmm. um, because they're weaker and they're, to me, inferior to me for however. But I always thought it's not true. Like every person is good at what they're good at mm-hmm. and every person has feelings mm-hmm. and every person only has what they were given at birth. Yes. So. What you're given at birth might be nothing. So you might not have very much to work with. Yeah. So you might act differently than someone who has a whole bunch of stuff and has things to deal with. Yeah. So it's not have anything to do with your color. It has to do with your... Your individuality. Right. And that's the thing that I I look and I strive and I tell people, you know, even by doing music, don't come out here saying you did some stuff you didn't do. Right. Don't come saying that you shot somebody in the middle of 13th and, and Hillside at 3.30 in the afternoon and ain't nobody seen you. Right. Come on. And there's no article about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> come on. Yeah. You done shot and somebody, you done shot and killed somebody in the middle of 13th and Hillside. Come on, man. Ain't nobody ever heard of Is that. Is that anything worth bragging about even? You know it's, a, I mean? it's stupidity. Yeah. But they think like nowadays. Hard. Exactly. Right. It's like nowadays. Why do every rapper need to go jail or get shot or get caught with drugs? Dude, if you making multi million dollars, why are you go get you a pound and sit at home? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Go get your stuff and sit at Have home. Have other too. people get exactly. it and bring it to you. If that's know? nah, yeah, don't do that. That's trafficking. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Rather do it yourself. What do I know? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get nobody involved in nothing that you do. Yeah. You know that that's that's that goes back to take responsibility of what you're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna sit there. I was like Uber. I already yeah. had an Uber in mind because you don't want to drive. You know. <laughs> you know what? You might get out the Uber. The Uber talking about, hey, do you want a party? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. No. Oh just my joking, god. Just joking. I've never taken an Uber that wanted a party. <laughs> hey, you'd hey. be amazed. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I've been to um, on taxi rides in uh-huh. visiting places, and the taxi driver. Has all the opportune things to do. Yeah. That are probably illegal where you live. Yeah. And uh, they'll tell you, oh, I can find that or I can yeah, do this. But you know. Don't go over here. Yeah. <laughs> go over. Hey, I'll bring that to you later. But okay. you know what? Those are taxi drivers that get the big tips. Those yeah. are the people keep calling back. They wind up having a job that's actually paying them. Yeah. Because they have people taking them. And you yeah. can't blame the taxi driver. He's just taking you to your location. He's lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he has nothing yeah. to do with that. Right. That ain't him purchasing nothing. That's not him transactioning just, with nothing. He's just the middleman. He's just getting paid <laughs> to do his job. Yep. And, when you know, he happens to know everyone in town. 
But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go to high school. Where did you go to high school? I went to Heights High School. You did? Down here. Okay. Yeah. And I did went to you? summer school in Old Mount in Oakland, just partial for a while. Yeah? Um, what was that like? I mean, like, Heights High School. I've been to Heights. It seems like, to me, a country school. Like, yeah. it seems like it would be tr- it would be hard to skip school because they're so out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a neighborhood you could go blend into. It wasn't that hard. It wasn't? You just get in the car and go. It's <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, but you had to get in the car. You weren't yeah. walking. No, well, you had a lot of people walked off. And, really? You know, yeah. You know, a I lot of people. that's walking to. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know either. I just kind Seems of looked like at far, it. Seems like far, you know. Yeah, you, you better off jipping in the school. Yeah. You could probably get lost somewhere in there a lot warmer sure. and yeah, easier. Back, you could have back then. Yeah. But it was <laughs> it was different because, like, looking at schools in California and different places yeah. that my family live, we didn't have metal detectors. We wasn't getting right. scared. Right. They were. Yes. Okay. You're and looking they were at getting, high high school. people get shot at school there? Yeah. Oh, wow. That would suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can to wake up. be worried up. about that? You can wake up at 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. You're ready to go where you need to go to and walk past if somebody dead over there or somebody got shot. And, in Oakland? In Oakland. Yeah. And LA. That's harsh, it's, man. It's, it's, it's different places, even in Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, we get up in the summer. I can walk down for my grandmother's. And see my somebody grand- died yeah. in the see field somebody somewhere? somebody got popped and they laying on the side of the road sitting there on the main street. And the police were there or what? Nah, they ain't showed up yet. Oh, wow. You had certain neighborhoods like even down here in different parts of the United States that cops would not go. Really? Yes. No, I know in New Orleans there's some places like that, but that's because they'll get killed if they go there. It's no different. Okay. <laughs> but they don't do that here in Wichita. No. Like, not, there's not, nobody who has so much control over a street where a cop wouldn't go. It used to be like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. You can, used like, to be people that, even when it was a uh, sub-department on 21st Street. But not since this new sheriff guy, because he's he's not under the money. Like, he's not being bought. Well, I'll be honest. It wasn't just, you mean, a new chief of police? Yeah, what's yeah, uh, Gordon Ramsey. Mr. Ramsey. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. He wasn't the only one that didn't play that. Yeah. So we had like a lot. Like, before that? Yeah, we had a lot of excellent, you know, you know, captains and chiefs of police mm-hmm. and stuff. We still got a lot of them now, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and badger them, and I'm not going to sit up here and degrade them. Because right. you got a lot of good cops and good sheriffs. But there's always bad, you know, wherever. And if you know that person bad. bad on your team, man, you need to take care of that. Right. Why keep giving y'all a bad name for something y'all know somebody else is doing? Yeah. You know, if you feel that they need to be that tough, put them in a penitentiary. Let them be guards there and see how tough they really are. Yeah, that's tough. You know, because. That would be rough. Yeah. See if they're going to be able to walk through there like a guard that's 135 pounds that's been there and they know who this guard is and they know, hey, we're going to leave him alone. He's good people. Yeah. But if they know you from the street and you one of them cops that, that <laughs> did a lot of people wrong. Right. Yeah, they ain't going to be cool with you. Yeah, you might not. Yeah. Yeah. And that you, would be scary. And I, and I understand that because, you know, I have a lot of family members that's police officers, sheriffs, mm-hmm. you know, in the court systems, you know. But my thing is this. Don't talk about hurting my family member. Yeah, that's Because at wrong, the end of the day, that's still my family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. not just mine. There's other people out here that feel the same way. They're knowing that they ain't bad. 
and they're good people. Right. You know, but if your own family members see you, hey, man, don't, no, nah, you shouldn't be doing that, dude. We're sitting here watching you. Right. Don't do that. Right. It brings that back so onto the, your and, family. Yeah, so the, um, the way that police are treating, like, profiling and stuff communities you need to stop yeah it's it's happening here in wichita yeah. it's been happening for years you see and a lot of that is the point of ignorance yeah a lot of profiles that's being done is ignorant because they really don't know how to profile right and that's the point they think so they, they just pick on someone yeah. basically yes ma'am. and just because of whatever reason yeah you could. can be at somebody else's house knowing that you a straight up guy you ain't did nothing mm-hmm. they want to pull you over talking about what somebody else is doing that's over there visiting right that has nothing to do with right. you right and it makes you look bad it does you know? that set and people like, up for being snitches and crib. everything yeah. it's, it's yeah. to the point that you end up dead like that yeah you could you sure or beat up real bad yeah. or, you know, just subject to larceny or, you know, lots of things. People don't like that kind of thing, you exactly. know. And there's better ways to do it than that. It is. You know, that's really a harsh is. way to go about getting information from somebody. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? It is. Especially and if you want to build a bond between the community and yourself, you have to, you have to respect the community as well. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that wouldn't, that's not a really good idea to do people like that. No, Cause now you put people in a predicament that they've never been in before right. and they don't know how to act. And then when they flash out on you, you want to say that they have a problem. They this and they that. No, mm-hmm. they're scared. Right. Because they've never been put in a position that they have to be. defensive. Exactly. Know? And, and when you get scared and defensive, what what happens, you know? And then you get into a cop saying you're not being respectful enough or something like that. And it's real easily turned around on you. You know what I mean? And it's it scientifically be. proven. It's, it's definitely scientifically proven that a person who's never really been in trouble, mm-hmm. finding himself in trouble about things they have no idea about, their stories don't add up. Right. So now you start looking at them at the point that they're lying. So you keep trying to manipulate them, mm-hmm. which you're not supposed to do. Right. But it's being done. And that's a lot of things that people don't like. You know, and that goes from any color or background. But when you yeah. start dealing with blacks, Asians, Hispanics, you really watch what you say. You really watch what you do. Because they've been through enough yeah. They're tired. They're tired of seeing their family people get killed and nothing's happening to you. Right. Just like I so told true. them in that um, movement for black lives. Enough's enough. Yeah. I'm done. There's no more talking. We're done. Right. We, we tried to negotiate. No, you didn't do negotiation. Yeah. Exactly. There's no more negotiation about this. There's no probable cause or reason to shoot nobody in the back. No. And your ass don't go to jail. Right, right. And and with all the technology we have these days, you should be able to at least just track them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yes, track ma'am. them. You should be able to go, like, some kind of thing that would just put a dart on them and track them until you can get to them. Exactly. And not have to kill them. But see, the, the crazy part is we have stun guns, you have mace, you have air, all this other stuff yeah. that you can do. You're supposed to be trained how to take a person down without harming them and harm, uh, getting yourself harmed. Mm-hmm. None of that technique is working. Because well, you, how do you take someone down without getting harmed anyways? That's harsh. You know what I mean? Like falling down as an adult, yeah. I always get hurt. If I fall down, yeah. I'm going to be But it, it's not to the point of you're getting hurt that 
to death. You're going to <laughs> hospitals and right. stuff like that. No, but it, and it yeah, goes back to training. Right. That goes back to learn how to communicate. Me personally, I think they need to take some ethnic study classes. I think so too. And I, I think, think they really need to good. change the way that they're doing things. I think that they should be as diverse as the community they work in. And I think they should be graded like if they're coming in like saying like Wichita State has the police academy. Mm-hmm. By them doing that, of course they might be doing this, but here's the thing. There's plenty of schools and stuff around here. Well, they need to learn how to work with these kids because mm-hmm. these are some of the same kids they're going to see on the streets. Right. And the kids might not be bad. And, yeah, and this is the moment you could turn it around. Exactly. For their whole life. Exactly. You know, have a pension. You know, have a pension in health care mm-hmm. and be able to have a family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to change everything. It exactly. might make you care about algebra for a semester so yeah. you can get that good grade. You know what I mean? It could It could really open some doors. To, and, and it would make us better as a community because it would That's make us, make us stronger. You know? That's the whole point because now you have other people looking and be like, no, I've seen this this gentleman all the time. He's never like this. What did you guys do? Right. And especially if they have a connection with that person right. or them kids or whatever. So it would be a perfect uh, scenario to get basically like technical college but – as a police officer or technical college, but as a FBI, you know, yeah. person. Or well, those 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 areas, especially as an FBI and stuff like that, those areas actually have those type of courses that yeah. you take. What where you know yes. people and their mental health and yes, and ma'am. how to um, deescalate. They have a psychological class right. that they actually take. Right. Um, I can't really say all too much about ours. Yeah. You know. And if I speak on it, I'll be wrong. But I don't know. Right. This is just things that I would see. I would like to see things better. Things change. Right. You know, I would like them to see, hey, man, how you doing? Look, your tail lights out. I ain't trying to give you no ticket. I ain't fix the ticket. You know, hey, I'm just letting you know it's out in case somebody else stop you. They'll see that we ran and let you know that it was out. Right. You know, you can take your car home and do what you got to do. You don't have to write a person a ticket all the time, but then again, that's what y'all consider paying your tax, your, your salaries. Right, but there's plenty out there that you can get, you know, there's plenty besides for that. You can give somebody a warning. Yes, ma'am. Um, so many other people get a warning. Oh, you know? yeah. There's a lot of warnings going on in different parts of the city that aren't, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of not warning in yeah. other parts of the city. You know what I mean? They're kind yeah. of not warning the people that really need the warning. Yeah. And then they're warning the people that really could pay the ticket. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like I was, when I was coming up, it's like when I was coming over here and I told you, I said, Hey, I'm jumping on bypass now. Yeah. So I'm coming over here and I'm seeing people just go past me yeah. with their phones out and doing this and that. I see a cop come right behind me. I don't want to say which ones come right behind me. And he was over in that lane, and all of a sudden I look to the side. He gonna jumps in my lane, but not the person who's driving and texting, right? And swerving and and going five miles over the speed limit. Oh, that wasn't even smile <laughs> five. It was almost ten, and I'm sitting there like, uh, yeah. Wait a minute. But he's gonna fall. Get behind you. Yeah. Because you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Got behind me. Why? And I'm sitting there looking like, and then the car in front of me just just smashed off, and he's still behind me. Yeah. I'm like, you He didn't gotta... pull you over, did he? No, nah, I was okay. hoping he did. Oh, man. I wouldn't. He, he wouldn't have liked I'm this not. outcome. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have liked that outcome. That would have been bad, huh? No. That because you would have been all frazzled about the lady who got got away. 
Oh, been a, it been a whole lot more than that. Oh, man. Yeah, we'd have had a long it. conversation that he would not have liked, and it, he definitely would have had it on his camera because I would ask him, is it on? Yeah, cause I'm going to tell you something. Oh, man. Yeah, one more time to jump behind somebody else, and you got three other people violating the codes. Right. Is you something wrong with you? Yeah. You can't say it because it's on your dash. And that's what gets me. Yeah, that ain't right. You know it's what not. I mean? And you think, was that a white officer? <laughs> was it? Yeah, okay. it was. Um, so if you think it would if it would have been a black officer, would that have been the same way? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Have you ever had a black officer um, get behind you instead of other people? Yeah. yeah. Just to kind of target you. Well, I wouldn't say targeting. Yeah. I'll just say pretty like, much profiling. Profile. Okay. That that's you a know. better word. Than- and um, I kind of figured that's what that individual did. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I can't say that that's what he actually done. Right. It was just that it was in a predicament that I felt that that was kind of odd. Right. To watch this kinda person. Kind of like what the, yeah. happened on the highway, yeah. sort of. That kind of. I'm story. watching you with a muscle car with a 30 day tag, and all of a sudden you just, <laughs> and you couldn't help but hear the guns pop out. Yeah. And I'm looking over the side, and I see this other person on the phone, you know, texting and doing a snap, and came over. I didn't kind of moved over a little bit, and I'm looking yeah. like, you want to jump behind me? Yeah. I said, you know, so. Okay. It was kind of weird. <laughs> so if he would have pulled me over, it wouldn't have been cool. Yeah. Because he would not like what I would have said, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, you know, I went on about my business, my my business, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's a lot of things that people happen. They, when cops get behind them, they get shook. Right. Yeah. Especially if you have like a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. Or. <laughs> You're driving without a license yeah. or you have no insurance. You, yeah. yeah, you get start feeling that Yeah. tension. I, I'm not. I don't have any of those things. So. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. But, yeah, just be calm. Yeah. Like, so after high school at Heights, you went all four years or three? Yeah. Okay. Um, did you play sports there? Yes. I What'd played you? football and I ran track. All right. Did you win any championships? Yeah, uh, one we did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say we won any football though, but, uh, but you know but we they, did good. They do pretty good at basketball. Yeah, and they did, and uh, during that time we was doing real good in baseball and basketball. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say our football team was bad. You know, we were kids. We were yeah. having fun. You know, South High had the worst football team ever. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, their basketball but, team when I went, yeah. it was a long time ago. Yeah, that's okay. I might be going on. 30 years or something that I graduated. Okay. But um, but they sucked. <laughs> the football team sucked. Like, I don't think they won any games like one year. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're really bad. I felt so bad for them. I never went to any games because it was cold. Well, I mean. I'm not, I'm not into that. That's a fun time to really play. In the cold, in the rain. Well, if you're playing, yes. But if you're yes. sitting there, yeah, no. I felt like, ew. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> So, okay, so from there, did you go to college? Yeah, I uh, started going to a different college, and during that time, I've had, I had kids. Mm-hmm. And you so stopped going to college? I actually really didn't get to play one game or do anything that I wanted to. I In college? Yeah. You were there for... for um... No, I wasn't even there that long. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't even there really but a blink of eye. And then you found out someone like you had a girlfriend. Well, no, I already time. had I already had my kids. Uh-huh. My thing was is that you know I was trying to do this, 
But what I realize is that this is not taking care of my kids. Right. This is not sustaining me to what I feel that I should be sustained at. Uh-huh. You know, do I regret a lot of things? No. No. Because if I didn't do what I did, I wouldn't learn what I've learned. Sure. And I wouldn't yeah. understand and grow the way that I grew. So I went and got me a, went and got me a job that you know, which I've always been, I've always been doing. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I love to cook. Um, I love to do music. I love to work with my hands. Okay. So I needed, you know, to get a job to make sure I'm able to a really pay my child support. Right. You know, um, make sure my kids had whatever they need. If I'm if I'm there, if I'm able to do what I need to do. Right. You know, um, do I think I was the best father? No, I don't. Right. Do I think it's things I probably could have changed? Yes, I do, and I wish I could have changed it. Right. But a lot of times. It wasn't in my power, you know. He had to go with what he had. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you had to just stay away because people made life difficult. Sure. And me being in jail is not going to help my kids. <laughs> right. You know. Right. It, it's not helping anybody. It's not. But, you know, I had my fair troubles like anybody else. You know, I'm not saying I'm perfect. But I don't relive those because mm-hmm. that's my past. Um, And... You know, and I tell my kids to this day, you know, I ain't got nothing bad to say about your parents, your mom, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, not, I'm not that type of dad. I don't care about all that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I care about you. I care about what's going on. What they doing in their life, that's on them. Right. I'm not one of them, oh, you got a baby by my baby mama, we finna fight. No. Uh, right. I you got her, you too. keep her. Right. <laughs> please keep her. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please keep her. Yeah. Because I don't want to be kept by her. And she don't want to be kept by me, so let that person go on about their business. Right. So and, you're always mature about uh, relationships that failed or whatnot. Yeah. And and when you when you have a kid, you have to um, maintain a relationship, whether, I mean, in some form or fashion, and hopefully yes, in a positive light. Yes, ma'am. You you try to maintain that. And that's one thing I've light. always told my kids. You know, regardless of whatever me and your mom went through, that's between me and your mama. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna have this conversation. Right. But if they come ask me something, they like, Daddy, this ain't right, and I know it ain't right. We'll sit down and we'll talk. And I'll be like. See if you can help them work it out. I'm going to talk to your mom about right. that one. You know, and they'll just be like, okay. You know, and we kind of leave that alone because we focus on us. Yeah, that's the most important you know? thing. And that's know? what I look at. Yes, what you have control over is what you can focus exactly. on. Exactly. Right. And that's the only thing I can focus on. All this other stuff about, oh, I wish, no. You right, know, quit right. quit doing. Quit it kind of does that. your self harm by doing that. It makes you withdraw from people, right? You know, and it's bad enough having kids at a young age being told that you wasn't gonna amount to anything. Mm-hmm. You wasn't gonna be able to do this in your life because of kids. I mean, just brutal, just just right. You know, mind blowing to tell a young person like not necessary, yeah, really. Yeah. That you look at and you say that you raised right, that's trying to do right, but you continue to down that person. Right. Leave it alone. Right. Because there's a lot of people had kids. Or you could lose the person, you know, and then that's not what probably the goal is. Exactly. And I think sometimes, you know, it's better to go back and have a conversation with a person than sit there and just go at them. Right. You know, or sit there and stew about something that you think. And you don't really know. Exactly. You know? That's the And if you just communicate, it might not even be that thing at all. Exactly. And you might have worried and and been, 
you know, aggravated forever for something. Oh my gosh, you just hit the rumors. (laughs) 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 You know, that's just like how saying you, you, we all have kids and, oh, this person told me he don't do this. Oh, this Mm -hmm. person told me she don't do that. Mm -hmm. Is that y'all kid or is that y'all and them person's kids? Right. You know, some things you need to stay out of. And that's what's wrong with a lot of people. Right. They so quick to give advice about something they have nothing to do with or even no acknowledgement of what's going on. But in their minds, and I air quote very highly, <laughs> they know what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> right. Just like when somebody they do not. <laughs> exactly. Like we got the super tweeter. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Gosh. I don't I don't like get this. Any thought that comes in their head they feel like they need to say yes. to the world. And yes. it's not necessary oh a lot God. of times. No, ma'am. Right. I just sit back and look. <laughs> I, I, I've, been, I've been pretty good about keep scrolling. If I see injustice I will, or a racist mm-hmm. injustice especially, I have to speak up because, you know, at this time in our lives is not the time to be quiet when people are being ignorant. Yes, ma'am. You need to say that is ignorant mm-hmm. and here's five different references that you can read yourself that show why you're wrong. Exactly. I, but then I'm stepping out because I'm not going to go back and forth about it. You know. I'm glad you said that. I am so glad you said that because I'm trying to figure out how every conversation a person has turned into an argument. Right. These are people it's, we put in power. And it's like back and forth and back and forth. Yes. It's like not necessary. If you want to have the last word, feel free. Yes, ma'am. Here's... My only thing is this, you know. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and you can say, they can say some blanket thing that's completely wrong, and you'll say some fact that you found mm-hmm. and, hear, and reference it mm-hmm. and say, I'm, I'm going to step back. And they, they'll come back with, like, totally different. They're talking about a whole other subject. Yes. It's like, here's a subject. <laughs> okay, I disagree with that subject. And then, and then. Oh, the moon landing wasn't real, and and there's, you know, <laughs> and it's rigged, and and this yeah. is why it's right. It's like no, it's not rigged. It's not rigged. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know? it's just like the Earth is flat. Yeah, I can't get behind that. <laughs> Man, I'll be honest with you, I'm having a hard time understanding how they come up with half of this stuff that they're saying. I don't. Know. I don't understand it. I mean. I think it's just to be distractive. It's exactly. I think so. I mean, how can you say to go around it takes this long and it's these many miles around, but yet you say it's flat? Right. That's that that makes no sense. It makes no sense. That, that doesn't even add up right. <laughs> it makes zero sense. You yeah. Know, we have pictures of it. But we're woke. And it's around. <laughs> <laughs> we're woke. Yeah, we're woke. We can have astronauts flying around the whole we, we have different countries yeah and we have uh gps exactly we know but, how to launch to something yeah. it took a long time to figure out but we can't go to the bottoms of the ocean that's really because of pressure yeah now don't that isn't that weird have you ever been deep in water no it's very i don't like it it's very yeah. pressure uh-huh. and scary and dark yeah, I'm I not, don't like it. I'm not much of a deep sea diver. I think that's why. I'm, I think that's why we don't know because to to develop the thing that mm-hmm. won't be crushed under the enormous pressure. Yeah. And then to 
I mean, they have robots maybe that got pretty close. Well, they said it was a man-made sub. I believe that went down right to the bottom of the either, the either in Japan or China, one of the two countries to the very bottom, yeah, the deepest, the deepest part. part that they in their area, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? That to me is you know that's terrific, right? You know, but it, it is terrific. But, but they need weird. to leave it alone too because it's yeah. like we've already yeah. ruined so much. Yeah, and here's the crazy part: you keep <laughs> feeling these earthquakes. Mm-hmm. I felt one finally. That big one that just happened. Yes. Yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah it's getting too much. It's getting too it, much. It's putting little cracks in my little my little house. Yeah, you gotta watch that stuff. Yeah. So you gotta watch out. <laughs> I think it's just you know what? If I think we've just been I think this is true what I think. Um you know how they always say karma and, and whatnot? I, I feel like you mistreat something so badly, it comes back to get you. Yes. So it's like Mother Earth. And Mother Earth is tired of our bullshit. Yeah. And so she's developed this virus mm-hmm. that's going to weed us out. And then other things. Like, because we're global warming, we've mm-hmm. got the... the storms they're taking us out and mm-hmm. and uh, the weather patterns taking us out and you can't go to sleep without an earthquake and but you gotta think you know about it I mean? the it's mayans like, said a long wow. time ago when they was doing their calendars mm-hmm. i'm still kind of confused how they figure it's the end of the world but mayans never said that it was about the course how the earth will change right that you pattern know, the seasons is over, will be different mm-hmm. and we've been noticing that for years how we do, do we even really have a, a spring or a winter? Right, winters. Oh, where's fall at, really? Yeah. I mean, we're Winter is really weird. Man. Because we used to have snow. Yeah, by the time, what, Thanksgiving get here? We would have snow a few times, you know, yeah. and you could sled. You oh, know? yeah. And you could sled and things. For months. Yeah. And it <laughs> seemed like it. You know, I remember I would, I would get a present like a bicycle and I couldn't even ride it because it was... Yeah. ice and snow mm-hmm. for forever it seemed yeah. like i was waiting in anticipation for a nice day that you could go and i mean you just go freeze and then fall in the ice and then crash it and, yeah we used and, to jump our dirt bikes in it yeah in the ice and snow <laughs> yeah oh yeah fun. <laughs> yeah Leg ramps and shh, hey yeah. he's going to the doctor <laughs> yeah exactly we did the same thing we just we would go sledding in the, on the bypass not here, but oh. down south. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so y'all was over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> we were sledding in there. And we never sled into the cars, so it wasn't a big deal. I'm I mean, surprised y'all even made Because there's a big ditch there, so yeah. you always bottom into the ditch. Yeah. You know, and wow. slug it back up the thing. Yeah. Until you're freezing to death, and then you go home in pain, you know. Ugh. Yeah. Don't want to be touched. That hurts. Everything when hurts. You, yeah, when you're thawing out, you like, that hurts. That, 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 that hurts. It's itching. Why is it itching? <laughs> Your feeling is coming back. Yes. But yeah, we have hardly anything like that anymore. All right. So we're on to when did this music, uh, when did this music career start up? When does this music uh, love and passion start? Actually, I started doing music when I was a kid. Like um, a young, yeah, young I was, kid? I was a kid. Were you singing? Yeah, we were singing our gospel choir. Okay, and, at you church. Know, at church, and we will sing at a school choirs and stuff like that. Right. So you were always in I was choir? Always in, yeah, I always sung. I always uh, wrote music and songs with my uncles. Okay. And one of my big influence in my music was my uncle, Timmy Henderson. 
Mm-hmm. He still does music to the day. Okay. You know, we call him Blackie. That's his name. That's his stage name, but his name is Timmy Henderson. Uh-huh. And um, Timothy Henderson, I'm sorry. You call him Lucky? No, his, his nickname is Blackie. Blackie. Yeah. Okay. So that's been his nickname since I was a kid. So, so. for no reason he's Blackie? That's that's just his name. Okay. That's his nickname. <laughs> Timmy Henderson. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I love my uncles and, you know, it's my mama's brother's um it wasn't. It wasn't because he just wore black clothes all the time, or anything. He did a lot of that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he, he was always. He 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 was um very instrumental in me doing music. Like a lot of my family's, uh, my stepdad's brother, Otis Clemens in East Oakland. Um, they had a group. I can't remember the name of it, but it was back in the seventies. They had a group that was pretty pretty good. Like what kind of music? Um, you know that funk. R&B? Yeah, they're funk. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you know, funk, like, yeah, you, know. you look back in the 70s and, and cool. Oakland and stuff yeah. like that. I love funk music. It's you know, good. And yeah. I go to Cincinnati and my cousins, you know, and my uncles, them, they all play music and they get their bands together and we'll sit there and I'll watch them write and learn how to put things together. Mm-hmm. And I've been learning this stuff at a young age. Right. You know, music always fascinated me because to me, music kind of calmed things down. Right. Music can change the way you feel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you allow it to. Mm-hmm. It can, it's been known to make people upset. It's been known to make people just happy. Right, definitely. You know, it's yeah. been known to make people just relax and just take their thoughts into a place that they didn't know they can go to. You mm-hmm. know, um, music is an instrument that. I feel is very spiritual within you. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't care if this is what you choose to do. That's what you choose to do. You know, I don't down rappers who rap about what they rap about. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not that type of person to judge that. But eventually, you know, it's how a lot of them can change from that. Yeah, I mean, your life changes. Yeah. You change, and and when you're a kid. Like the music I listened to when I was a kid is a lot different than the music that I listen to now. Yeah. Not all, not all of it, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of it. Like I used to listen to uh, punk rock kind of skateboarding music, yeah. and I probably wouldn't choose that now if mm-hmm. you ask me what yeah. do you want to listen to. Well, you know? I mean, some things you. I mean, some things. I mean, we grew up. We listen to everything from B.B. King, Bobby Blue Blands, uh, Otis Redding, mm-hmm. um, Nat King Cole's 1942-49 right. album, Nat King Cole. So we listen to a lot of them. Um, Old Man George. I mean, we listen right. to a lot of Funkadelic. You know, we grew up listening to Sade, Shade, them. Yeah. You know. Uh, Did you guys Temptation. listen to Howlin' Wolf? Howlin' Wolf. You didn't listen to the Howlin' Wolf? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Someone... Um, that I interviewed loved Howlin' Wolf, so mm-hmm. I, I never heard Howlin' Wolf, so I, I was like, okay, I'll check it out because they were talking about how great it was. And yeah. I put it on; it was, it is so freaking great. You really? should listen to okay, it. Okay, I'm about to check that right, out. We going to we have to check that one it. out. <laughs> yeah, do it. Okay, so you guys were, like, just in immersed in music. You had several people that played music. Do yes, you play ma'am. music? I used to, yeah. and I stopped really playing it and dealing more with it. I concentrated more on writing. Writing. And do you write like uh, R and B or yes? Okay. I write R and B. I write um, rap. I'm just 
you know, blues, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all whatever, how I feel. Whatever it is yeah. on your mind or what you're trying to get your point across. Yes, ma'am. So it's all sorts of um, different genres of music that you personally write. Mm-hmm. And um, so what is this studio that you go through here in Wichita? Oh, my, my cousin, Double O. I rep Top Notch, I-R-T-N. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he... <laughs> Like I said, the young man's fantastic. Yeah. He's good. He's he's quiet. He's, anybody who knows him just know he's just a bundle of joy. Okay. He's not one of them ones that think think big-headed. He's never been that type of person. He's into the music. Yeah, he's into the mm-hmm. music. He's into helping people. He's into helping you motivate your culture of right. what you feel and how you interact. you get your point, exactly. what it is across. Yes, ma'am. And in a, in yes. a good way that sounds good. Yeah. And see now nowadays the cultures the young kids culture of music is more flashy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's more oh, about sure. money and more about you know who's this and who's that. <laughs> yeah, I noticed um, that. It's you, pretty stupid though. It is. I'm sorry, but some of it some of it is just really like when dumb. it's just about Bugattis and yeah. whatever kind of girl. Then yeah. yeah, it's pretty it's pretty shallow. I would say because you listen to the old rappers. Because there's some good stuff out there. Oh yeah, there's some good stuff. You got some. You got some good cats out there that's making music and it's making music that's gonna last. Right. You I know? mean, you hear it and it's like thunder. Yes. You know. Yes. You got a lot of cats down something. here that just making something. some music and that's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy. It's so it's so far out there. You like, man, I didn't know that you can write like this. You know, I didn't know that you can do this. You, yeah. you sound good. Keep doing that. Right, and, and you're I gonna you're gonna give me a, a few selections from yeah. uh, the studio. Here is IRTN with Body Move from Top Notch Studios, a Boondock Productions with Double O and Lee Moore. Your girl laugh when you pull down your pants, won't 
fuck cause she know how I dance And you better hope that she don't ever give me the chance Cause the way the dick move have your ass in a trance Chicken in your pants with no heads and no legs. I'm looking for the trim, man. You looking like a mess. I'm trying to pimp a teen and your next prime sex. I know we're building PCs and you're easier than it. I get sleazier when beating her with undefeated dick. You need to meet my click and do your duty, bitch. I am computer chip and I came to do this shit. Yes, sir. I step up in the spot like what? Too cheap for the bar, ready to get fucked up. The buttons in the OJ in the good chip cup. Now I'm focused. And uh, now, the studio's top-notch, but what's the entire crew? What What's going on there? Like, the production agency is... I rip top-notch. It's just double though. You know, he does all the producing, okay. tracks and everything. He double does, does he it does, all? Yes, ma'am. Okay. He's our engineer. He does cool. it all. <laughs> <laughs> he does it all. Yes, ma'am. And so he's got the equipment, and, and he's got the studio, so yes, you guys go there and... and rent it out or do you like just, no this this is yeah yeah so everything that everything he, has, he has he worked hard for yeah or we all did what we needed to do um but mainly you know everything that we do we come out of our own pockets yeah you know from us going to do shows rent out venues we come out of our own pockets okay we're not same no here labels. you know that's what yeah. i do with this this is all 
stuff I bought one thing at a time. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, I, I can appreciate that a lot that you um, sponsor yourself or you get behind each other mm-hmm. to make this um, make this town yeah. better. You got to respect know? the technique. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Wichita and I want it to... Uh, I want it to be acknowledged, but then again, I don't want anybody to know about it because it's like the best kept secret, I think. Well, you know, I will say, yeah, and no, because yeah. me personally, a lot of people look at as Wichita's a flyby state. They don't right. think that we don't have rappers, this and that. You got so many freaking good country singers, R&B singers, classical singers. I mean, dancers. Oh, man, we have yeah. so much down Soul. here. Soul. Oh my gosh. We and I just, I'm just tired of just seeing it just sit here, right? And not go nowhere. Uh, you know, I want to see groups get together and just really blow up and blow up and blow up. Together. And we really can now, especially COVID kind of showed us yeah. this that you don't have to. I know several people now that are working jobs that are like Seattle jobs, mm-hmm. but they're working them from right here, taking care of their parents on the side. You know, mm-hmm. because. They had to come back for that, but it it they're still able to acquire that position. That's pretty cool position. Yes, ma'am. In an, in a really neat place, doing excellent cutting edge stuff, right here, yeah. sitting in their house. Yes. Because of COVID, we learned that. Yes. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens with our music, and our arts. You know. Oh, what we're I mean? gonna we're it's it's gonna change. Yeah. It oh, change. it's gonna I, change. I want it to. We're going to get back up in this thing. We're we, going to tear it up. Because we do it just as well. Yes, ma'am. You know, we Even better. As, yeah. And in some cases, way better. Yes. You know, than what I'm seeing. Yes, ma'am. What I'm seeing or hearing. I mean, we would have shows that stay packed out Yeah. everywhere we went. And if, if we could get to them now. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get to them now. Yeah. But I guarantee you, when all this is all said and done. People are going to be Oh, thirsty. my God. You're going to yeah. see so much new music coming out of the city of Wichita, I out of this so state. Too. You're going to see so many different videos and so many people coming out of their shells. And you would be like, wait a minute, this kid did what? Yeah. Yeah. And I and, love and, it. And new ways of looking at things. Yeah. And new ways of doing it. Yeah. Completely. That's why I, I tell wait. people. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the future. I can, I'm, I'm trying to get it. I got a guy now. I'm, I'm telling you, this guy, he likes bluegrass. Uh-huh. And I love bluegrass. My God. He <laughs> had put a beat. And he was playing some bluegrass, and uh-huh. he started rapping. I said, I just looked and said, you got to be kidding me. I said, really? That's he cool. He said, yeah. I said, I don't know why I like it. And he's Mexican. He's just feeling it. Yeah. That's just what he's feeling. And that's what that's one thing I love. I love when a person have an open mind. I love yeah. opera. I love, you me know, too. different types of music. I love classical music. I like to be open-minded yes. about things. You know. That's, you, that's you getting out to, of that circle. Yeah. Get, yeah. Making yourself a better person. And, yes, and, you know, other people are better for that, too, because everyone likes to copy off of each other. So if yeah. they see someone else opening up, then they'll open up, too. Yeah. See? And I like that because, I mean, I don't ran across some incredible, incredible singers. Yeah. And the thing is, all they do, all they need is somebody to help. Right. And that's one thing that I appreciate about, I appreciate about, um, Double O, and you have Dirty Way, you have all these guys, you know, um, Trouble, you have so many people, Chris and them, you have all these people out here that produces and do music, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you you know, E-Rock, and you got a whole, my God, you got a whole mess of people who can engineer and do things. Right. My thing is this, 
um, I want to get these people together. Right. I want to do a compilation album that consists of all these different backgrounds. I want them to understand this is how we are here. Uh-huh. We here. You 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 messing with Wichita, you messing with everybody. Right. You know, you come here, let's like enjoy. Like a compilation album. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you come here, we can all have these concerts. We can all have these shows. Right. We can all have this. We can build up our city. Why do we keep paying people to come down here to perform when we have it right here? Right. We're not capitalizing right. on our own capitals that we have. Right. But we'll let somebody else do it and go sign a contract with somebody else do it. And then go away. You know what And I you mean? don't have no money. Right. And then it, and then it, we just lose it as a community. Exactly. You know? But so. if you're paying for it yourself, you're not losing out. Right. Because it's something that you're choosing to do. So you know the consequences. But right. when you sign, you don't know everything that's in that black and white paper. Because you got a lot of royalties yeah. to pay out that you didn't even realize. And, and just to get a lawyer to read it is, yeah, is like. Yeah, it's like 2500 Yeah. 2500 yeah. A good lawyer. Um, you yeah. can get it done for 500 but I don't know. No, I wouldn't trust Shady. that. Shady. <laughs> All right. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, now is the time in the podcast where I ask you a, if you have a story of inspiration that you would share <laughs> Um, I know that sounds kind of lame, but but it's no. it's really good. Um, everyone has a either inspiring story or a person in their life that they'd like to to acknowledge. Well, you know, I just um, I mean, years ago, you know, I was in a real bad car wreck. You know, I suffered a lot. Um, a lot of things went wrong, you know, but, it, you know, I, I like I tell people, I, I don't act like I'm the most spiritual person. That's why I believe whatever you believe in life, that's what you believe. I'm not the person to judge you. I believe I was, how should I say this? I believe it's something I'm supposed to be doing in order to help people because I, I enjoy helping people. Because I had people help me. I had people who downed me. I had people who treated me so bad. You know, used me, abused me, just just did everything under the dirt they could do to hurt me. But then I had the ones like my grandparents. And a lot of people can't say that. But one thing I always was, I was always a grandma and grandpa boy. Mm -hmm. Always. And one thing my grandma always told me, baby, they don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. So don't give them that opportunity to tear up your life. And, you know, I never really understood what she meant by that when I was younger. But the older that I got and I seen the trouble that I got into and I realized that a lot of it wasn't behind me. It was me protecting friends or family members or, you know, or just something that just happened. This is something you can't continue to do, especially when you wind up having kids at a young age. Mm -hmm. At some part of your life, you have to grow up. At some part of your life, you have to be like, hey, if I've done anything wrong to you, I'm sorry. And I apologize. You know, I don't want to keep talking about something that I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just, hey, I apologize. But if I didn't do something, man, hey, I didn't do that. But if you felt that way, I apologize. But, mm -hmm. bruh, I ain't did that. So you ain't going to say I did it. But if it, if it makes you feel a little better. Right. In order for you to get your mind frame where it need to be at. And act like an adult. Then here you go. 
You know, the way that I feel is, you know, staying humble towards a person. There's no reason to keep getting mad and upset at a person every time somebody say something to you or look at you funny. Right. Maybe they might be trying to see something or maybe they like what you have on. And maybe like, hey, that's that. I remember that person. You need to start using your common sense. Totally. And that's one thing my grandparents and my parents installed in us. Use your common sense. If you know something don't make sense, why keep dwelling on it? If you know something ain't right, why keep harping about it? Let that stuff go because all it's going to do is tear you down. And by me learning that, I learned how to humble myself. Mm-hmm. I learned how to keep my hands to myself. I learned how to keep some comments to myself because I never was the one to start anything. Right. I was a finisher. <laughs> and then I still get a whooping. You know, but sometimes it's worth it. Hey, I had to admit it. Did you do that? Yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like that, too. <laughs> so it was just the truth. I'd rather just tell you and deal with my punishment mm-hmm. and go on and play and ride my bike. than to keep. No, no, no. And, and keep making it worse. Right. So I learned to humble myself. I learned to understand. Stop being a dumbass. Yeah. You know, treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat people with a lot of respect. And it's crazy. Right. If we all start looking at that point, that we can learn from each other, then maybe people will learn that racism really don't exist. It's only made to exist because we choose to have it there. Correct. And I'm trying to figure in what entity do it really belong. Yeah, or at all. Exactly. Yeah. How can you say you're a Christian, Muslim, Baptist, this and that, or whatever religion you is, and you believe in God, and he tells you everybody's equal? Mm-hmm. You believe Jesus is God's son, and you're supposed to love that brother and that neighbor. Yeah. You can't do this. Right. Because of my skin color? Because of how I feel and how I think? You know, it's ignorance, plain and simple. When it comes to that. That's why I learned to humble myself. Yeah. And by my grandparents and that and that older gentleman talking to me, I learned. I learned smarter ways of doing things. I learned better way of doing things mm-hmm. that actually make me look like I had some sense. Right. And when I realized I actually did have some sense, hey, I was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I get to meet different people. I get to learn from different people, yeah. different cultures, different backgrounds and nationalities. You, you can't just walk through and act like you know that because the person going to read you and be like, yeah, I ain't messing with him. Right. You know? And right. that's right. my story. That's the, I mean, I just learned to be humble from my grandparents. That's inspiring, you know? You know? And yeah. I just want to, and that's the same thing I tell anybody. Man, dude, that person ain't did nothing to you. Why you don't like them? Well, right. so-and-so don't like them. What that got to do with you? Right. What did that person do to you? When did we go back to high school? <laughs> I'm trying to wonder when half of them even left. They didn't. They didn't. In their mind, they stayed. Yeah. And that's just not the world, you know? Or I don't want it to be. I can't. Uh-uh. I can't. I can't. I, I mean, I got too many kids and too many grandkids. I can't do that. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's a beautiful thing. You've uh, you branched out, and now your lineage goes on beyond you. Yeah. Once you're gone, it continues. Yes, ma'am. And that's awesome. Thank you. So I think uh, it is. It's it's um well. I really appreciate 
um, your inspiring story. And I really appreciate you catching a pocket with me and letting us know a little bit about Lee Moore. Yes, ma'am. So thanks for coming onto the podcast. You're more than welcome. All right. Yeah, all right. Catch you next time. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Hey, thanks everybody for listening to the Catch a Pocket podcast. Thanks, Lee, for sharing your stories and your music. And thank you, IRTN, Boondock Productions, Double O, Top Notch Studios. And I'm going to go out tonight with IRTN, Trouble Trouble. Thanks for listening. Hope you catch a pocket you can be proud of. See you next time. Top notch nigga, double O, Jabo, Trouble. Chunking up the deuces every time I ride by. Chunking up the deuces every time I ride by. Chunking up the deuces every time I ride by. Hey, hey. Beating, beating down the block. Eighteens in my trunk, I'm fifty-four under my hood. Twenty-fours under my car. Yellow bone right beside me, white beater, no bra. Tattoo on her ass, and it says top notch. Suicides lift up. First thing to hit the streets, a pair of Jordans on my feet that don't come out till next week. Now I got them haters mad, they don't even wanna speak. I just chunk my deuces up and bow my head to the beat. Watch them guns over there, bounce they ass to the beat. I'ma lean against the con, break me down a swish and sweet. Everybody bless that bottle, they fit for him to see. But don't you touch that great goose because I bought it just for me. We're in the room at the higher, yeah, the presidential suite. Hit the room service up because a nigga need to eat. Lay back across the bed and keep them Jordans on my feet. Gonna do the same thing tomorrow, so I need to go to sleep. Another dollar, another fifth of crown And when I get drunk, I'ma turn this motherfucker You already know, it's your boy Double O Back up in the studio, coming harder than before Now where them guns at? Out there on the dance floor Hurry up so we can go, snatch up one and take a home I guarantee I'ma fuck her with my Jordans on And snap a naked picture of her with my cell phone Before that bitch can even say I love you Double O I done zip my pants up and did the Heisman on that hoe Chest, you got holy clothes, hit him with the chopper, your sway, caught the Holy Ghost. It was over drug money, how the story goes. Heat to a sweet nigga, turn them into dinner rolls. We put the clap on bitch niggas, put the brakes on, and make them sing louder than the Acorn song. I'm Raj Dye, 
Dodge Charger with the roof missing. 23's got it high like an expedition. I'm chalking up the deuces when I ride by them bitches. They dancing when they hear the bass coming from my kickers. They pulling out their titties so that I can snap a picture. Player haters hating, I just chalk the deuces at the niggas. Deuces every time I ride by.